Well, hello, students. Welcome to another episode here at Jay's Learning School. My name is Jay, and I have the opportunity to help you to understand and speak better English. On today's live stream, I am going to teach you about phrasal verbs and some verbs that you can use for cooking. Now, the lesson will primarily contain phrasal verbs, but I also figured out that there were a couple of verbs that went so well with this teaching that I added them in also. So I hope you're ready. As always, we're going to have a good time. We're going to learn, and I hope that you join me down in the comment section. Also, let me say in the description of this video, you will find a link if you have a question about today's lesson or any other lesson, or you have a question about me where you want to ask me something, you can use that link and submit a question to me. And when I do another Q&A uh, class lesson, uh, I will try to include that in that particular video. Okay, well, let's get into it. Make sure you're paying attention because throughout today's lesson, as always, I will have uh, various pop quiz questions. So make sure you're paying attention so you can uh, answer those questions correctly. I might be taking a few sips of water throughout today's lesson. It's pollen season where I live here in the state of Georgia. We had a heavy rain today, so that washed away some of the pollen, but the pollen has been agitating my, my throat, so I hope I sound normal. Uh, so please bear with me or be patient with me if I have to get a couple of sips of water. So cooking is often done daily, okay? Uh, depending on how many people you have in your family or in your household can determine how many times you cook. Of course, if you have children or grandchildren at home, you're probably in the kitchen for a good amount of time. My mother used to say, the kitchen is closed. <laughs> when she was tired of cooking, she would close the kitchen. And so cooking is definitely a life skill. Uh, I believe uh, kids need to learn how to cook at an early age. And I believe that there are some people that are gifted at cooking. You have some people, I mean, they don't need to be taught. It's for some reason, they can just put the ingredients together. They don't have to measure. They are just a great cook. And uh, then you have people on the other end of the spectrum. They are not good cooks. <laughs> but either way, if you spend time in a kitchen or you spend time cooking, these are some great verbs and phrasal verbs that you need to know and understand to help you speak better English. So let's get to it. Thaw out. Thaw out. So when you have uh, something that is frozen, it can be vegetables, it can be a meat, it can be a fish, uh, and it is frozen, you want to thaw it out so you can cook it. Usually, we would put it in a pot and leave it on the counter, leave it on the table, 
so it can melt or get room temperature and then you can bake it, fry it, uh, you can grill it. But first, if it is frozen, you may need to thaw it out. When my wife and I go to Florida on vacation or North Carolina sometimes, or wherever there's water, if we drive, we'll take a cooler and we'll go down by the ocean and go to the fish market. And while we're at the fish market, we'll buy fresh fish. We'll put it on ice and then bring it back home and freeze it. And then when we're ready to have a fish fry, we have to thaw the fish out. So thaw out is a great phrasal verb. Chop up. Chop up. You may have onions that you need to slice. And so you would say, I need to chop the onions up. You may have a cucumber or tomato that you would like to put in a salad and you need to chop it up. You get the cutting board. You may boil an egg, chop that up, put that in a salad. Uh, so it's various things that you can chop up. Tuna fish sandwich. We like to eat tuna fish. And so sometimes we put apple in the tuna fish. Yes, apple and tuna fish is pretty good. It sweetens it up. And so we chop the apple up into small pieces okay and it is okay to say slice but chop up is a phrasal verb that you can use in the kitchen melt is a great verb melt the butter okay uh, you would melt different types of things I'm trying to think what are some other items that you can melt chocolate uh, you, you can melt different sauces that may be frozen uh, but you would put it in a pan and you would heat it and melt it. OK, melt. Mix is another verb. So you would place ingredients in a bowl and you would stir them together or mix them. When I put the tuna fish in a bowl, I put a little bit of pepper. I put a little paprika. I also may put a little bit of mayonnaise and then I mix it or I stir it up, okay? When I make a smoothie, I chop up the kiwi or watermelon or banana, and then we mix it up and place it in the blender, and the blender mixes it together, okay? Mix. Simmer is another great verb. Simmer is when you put something on low heat and you allow it not to boil, but it just bubbles a little bit. And so it gets hot enough where uh, you can mix other items with it. OK, you can bring the sauce to a simmer. Bring the sauce. Oh, excuse me. Ah, bring the sauce to a simmer. I am so sorry. This pollen is no joke. So simmer. So you place something on the stove or the eye of the stove and you would probably turn it to low or maybe our ovens here, or our stoves here have numbers on them. So anything before three, you could bring it to a, a simmer. Open up is a great phrasal verb. My wife the other night had a jar of relish 
that she could not get open. And so she bought it to me and she asked if I would open it up. And so with all of my muscles, I just twisted the top right off because I'm strong. <laughs> and I opened up the relish. Okay. You can open up a bottle of ketchup. Open up the sugar and pour in two cups. Open up the flour and pour in one tablespoon. Okay. Open up. Take the lid off of something. So you can have access to what is in the jar or in a bowl. Open it up. Open up the refrigerator and hand me an egg. Open up the pantry and get the bread. Open up the freezer and get two cubes of ice. Open up. Pour this in. Pour this in is a phrasal verb. Pour this butter into the milk and mix it together okay pour me some water pour this in a cup okay it is in a bottle but i can pour this in a cup okay so pour this in okay pour some kool-aid in that cup <laughs> do you know what kool-aid is do you do you know, are you familiar with kool-aid so Kool-Aid is a flavored powder. So it comes like grape, lemon, we say red, but it's cherry uh, and other flavors. And you have the little powder mix. And so you pour the powder into a uh, into a picture and you would pour in sugar and you would pour in water and mix it. And then you have a drink called Kool-Aid. <laughs> Or some people drink iced tea or pour the milk in the glass. Pour this in. Dip. Dip the, the apple into the caramel. Dip the shrimp into the cocktail sauce. Dip the chip into the dip. Okay, so potato chip dip. Okay. Dip the potato into the sour cream. Okay, dip. That's a verb. Now, this is a phrasal verb that is very, very popular. Turn on or turn off. Okay. Turn on the oven. Set it at 400 degrees. Turn on the stove. Turn on the microwave. Okay. You could also say turn off the oven. Okay. Turn off the lights in the kitchen. We're done. Okay. So turn on and turn off. All right. Here's our first pop quiz question What phrasal verb can you use to slice an onion into small pieces. Were you listening? What phrasal verb can you use to slice an onion into small pieces? All right. Let's see if you can get that correct. Place your answer down in the comment section. Uh, 
been having a lot of subscribers participate in these pop quizzes. So I think that is so, so cool. Let's keep up the great work and make sure you place those down in the comment section. All right. So let's get it on to our next section here. Turn down or turn up. Turn down or turn up. So you can have the stove on high and you can turn it down or you can have the stove on low and you can turn it up. OK, turn down or turn up. OK, the refrigerator could be too cold and so you could turn the temperature down. All right. You could be listening to music while you're cooking and it be too loud. And so you may say, turn it down. Or you could have your phone in the kitchen while you're cooking, listening to a lesson <laughs> by Jay. And you say, turn that up. I want to hear Jay teach while I am cooking. So turn down or turn up. Now, if you're like me, I enjoy eating toast. OK, so when you place the bread in the toaster, if you want it lightly toasted, you would turn the temperature down on the toaster. But if you want it heavily toasted or your toast to be dark, you would turn the toaster temperature up, turn down or turn up. Boil over. Don't let the water boil over. Don't let the milk boil over or you may just say bring the sauce to a boil don't let it boil over okay so when it boils over it will actually begin to come out of the pot or the pan that you're cooking in and you don't want that because it'll make a mess so boil over usually you say don't boil over okay now, if it does boil over and you make a mess, you would say, wipe that up. OK, if I were cutting an orange, of course, I would get a little juice on the counter. And so my wife would say, Jay, wipe that juice up. <laughs> or if you spilled uh, Kool-Aid or milk or water on the floor, you could wipe it up. OK. Wipe it up. So it's basically you cleaning the surface of something because you made a mess while you were while you were cooking. If you were using flour, there are some women who like to make homemade biscuits. And my wife is not one of those women. <laughs> OK, I remember when we first got married, she tried making some homemade biscuits. And I'm telling you, they were thin like this. They were this thin. They <laughs> they did not come out well. OK. And she had flour all over the counter and bless her heart. I had or we had to wipe it all up. Fill up. OK. Fill the cup up with water. Fill the measuring cup up with milk. Fill that up with sugar. OK, fill up the pan or the bottom of the pan with oil. 
feel up. Okay. Cool down. So if you are a baker and you and you like to bake uh, desserts, when you bring it out of the oven, you want to let it cool down before you eat it. So we like to bake cookies here at the house. Okay. I usually like macadamia, macadamia nut cookies, but the store doesn't sell them that much anymore. And so recently I got some chocolate chip cookies and my wife cooked them for me, but I can't eat them right out of the oven unless I have some ice cream. But normally, if I just eat the chocolate chip cookie by itself, when I take it out of the oven or she takes it out of the oven, we have to let it cool down. Okay, I make ginger tea and I'll probably have some tonight. I I boiled me some ginger with some lemon and some cinnamon earlier, and I'll drink that to help soothe my throat. Plus, ginger is just good for you. But once I bring it to a boil and I put it in the picture before I drink it, I let it cool down. Why do I let it cool down? Because it's been boiling and I don't want to burn my mouth. So I let it cool down. Warm up. okay? warm up. My wife made uh, salmon patties the other night. We had salmon patties. And so. When I want to eat some more, I'll go downstairs and I have to warm up the salmon patties. I don't want to eat them cold. Okay, so when you warm something up, you're making it hot. Okay, you you put it in the oven to warm it up. If we you order pizza, okay, you can put it a slice in the microwave to warm the pizza up, or you can put the pizza in the oven. And turn up the oven, turn it on and turn the temperature up and warm the pizza up. And I think pizza tastes better warmed up in the oven more so than the microwave. Now, the microwave is faster, but the pizza gets crispy in the oven. Warm up is a phrasal verb. Sit down. So when it's time to eat with the family, you want everyone to sit down at the kitchen table. okay? or sometimes you may eat in another room of the house and you don't eat usually standing up. You sit down. You may want to eat and watch television. And so you'll get your plate and then you'll sit down or Most mothers, they want to have their family gather around the table. Everyone come in and sit down. It's time to eat. Okay, gather around the table. Okay, some families gather around the table and they say grace or they say a prayer before they eat. Or sometimes some people just gather around the table and uh, they play cards or play a game while someone is cooking. But usually when it comes to cooking, uh, we gather around the table when it's time to eat. We would serve uh, your grandmother, let her serve first or get her food first or we would serve her. We would serve the women and then everyone else would gather around and sit down and eat. Okay, 
eat out. Now, if you don't want to cook <laughs> or if you're not uh, someone who can cook that well, you may want to eat out. And to eat out simply means you're going to a restaurant. OK, when my sons were young, we would usually eat out on the weekend. That was our time to kind of go out and hang out together. And so sometimes we may order a pizza or we may go to a Mexican restaurant and we would eat out. Now, for me, I would like to order it and bring it back home. But that takes away from the fun. So when you eat out. When you eat out, excuse me, uh, you're actually leaving the house to go eat somewhere else. Eat out. Dine in. Now, when you get to the restaurant and they cook the food at the restaurant. If you stay there and eat, you are dining in in at the restaurant okay so you may have some company to your house over at your house and so they would come to your home where you have cooked and they would dine in at your home okay the summertime is closely approaching springtime so the weather clears up it gets pretty and so instead of dining in the house sometimes people eat outside okay so they may have an area in the yard or they go on the porch or they go on the deck and they eat out there but they're still dining in at home okay so to dine in is to stay at a restaurant and eat or you dine in at your home okay here's our next pop quiz question for this section what phrasal verb can you use or what phrasal verb can you use when you want the family to come to the table to eat a meal? What phrasal verb can you use when you want the family to come to the table to eat a meal? Make sure you leave your answer down in the comment section. Were you paying attention? All right, let's see. Our last section, call in, okay? You can call everyone in to the kitchen. You're calling everyone in to the kitchen. It's time to eat. Come on, put the game down, put the book down, wake up. I'm calling everyone in to the kitchen to eat, okay? Put a dash. That is a great phrasal verb. Put a dash of salt in that. Put a dash of vanilla in that. And so when we say put a dash, it's a very small amount of something. Usually you can say a pinch. OK, put a pinch or just a dash. Mm, this potato needs some salt. Well, put a dash of salt in the potato. Put a small amount of something into or on something else. Whip up. OK, now whip up can be used. I'm going to whip up a sandwich and some potato chips. So I'm going to make something real quick. OK. Can you make me breakfast? Well, I'll whip you up uh, some pancakes real quick. 
Okay, so when I whip up something, I go in the kitchen and I make a meal quickly. Or you can say, whip me up uh, something like eggs. Whip up these eggs. Okay, so you put it in a bowl and you get a whisk and you whip it up. So to whip up means to stir or whip up something means to prepare a meal quickly. Okay, if you know how to make tacos, look, I'm going to whip up a couple of tacos and then we'll leave. Whip up. I'm going to prepare quickly. Can you whip up a salad for me? Prepare quickly. Or again, can you whip these eggs? So to whip the eggs, stir the eggs up. Okay. Fry up. Fry up me some French fries. <laughs> fry up. Uh, what else can you fry? Fry up some fish. Fry up these vegetables. Okay. So take something and place it in the grease. Okay, so we can say, will you fry these or fry me up something? Okay, fry up or just fry, depending on what it is that you're talking about. We're almost done. Scoop out some ice cream. Scoop out some whipped cream. Can you scoop me out some jelly, please? So to scoop out means to get a spoon and to scoop out. <laughs> okay, so you're taking out a measure of something, whether it be ice cream, uh, jelly, jam, peanut butter. Uh, scoop me out some sugar, please. Okay, scoop out. I'm trying to think of another way to describe the word scoop for you to help define what it means to scoop. Okay. Um, yeah, this is just basically what I'm saying to remove, just to remove something from a dish, a bowl or a jar. Yeah, to remove. So I was right to scoop out. Sweep up. OK, now let's say I was making you a sandwich. Or uh, let's say I was making a casserole and I put pieces of bread on the casserole and I happen to drop some pieces of bread on the floor I could say can you get me a broom I need to sweep up the bread or if I drop the salt on the floor and I got salt on the floor I would need to sweep it up or if I were chopping up some onions and the onions hit the floor I got to clean up. I just don't leave it there. That's how you get roaches. <laughs> so you sweep it up. Spread on is another phrasal verb. Spread on. Spread this butter on the bread. Spread this palmento cheese on that sandwich. Okay. Spread. So when you're spreading something, you take a knife and you just place it on Whatever it is that you're putting it on, <laughs> you're spreading butter on the toast or you're 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 spreading uh, butter on bread. OK, 
melted cheese. Spread that melted cheese on the bread. Okay, it could be cheese dip. So spread on. Okay. Peel is a verb. Peel the banana. Peel the orange. Peel this apple before we cut it up. Okay. Peel the avocado. Boil that egg and then peel the shell off. Peel. Okay. To take off a layer of skin. Peel. Scramble. I like my eggs scrambled. Scramble up the eggs. Okay. That's a verb. That's really not a phrasal verb. That's a verb. And here's our last pop quiz question for today. What phrasal verb can you use to tell someone to clean the floor of the spilled bread crumbs? What phrasal verb can you use to tell or ask someone to clean the floor of the spilled bread crumbs? I know you guys are paying attention. I know you can get that one right. Now, before we get out of here, let me give a subscriber shout out. Once again, I'm so thankful for all of the subscribers. Can you believe over a thousand people have subscribed to the channel? Here are two recent subscribers. Thank you so much for subscribing to the channel. I hope that you join us in the chat and in the comment section. Also, everyone, remember, there's a link in the description. If you have any questions about English or questions you would like to ask me, use that link so I can do another video, a Q&A with Jay. And I will have your questions that I can answer in that live stream. Let's look at a recent comment. This one really made my day. Greetings from Poland. Wow, great lesson. And I responded with a thumbs up. And I said, well, hello, sir. Thank you for the encouragement. It's refreshing to hear the lesson was helpful. Hope to hear from you again. Man, that was just awesome. Someone from Poland. And I recognize that gentleman. He uh, subscribed earlier, I believe, this week. And he also subscribed to my other channel. So welcome to Jay's Learning School. Thank you for uh, the encouragement and your comments. As I always say, it takes a lot to put these lessons together. And just to hear from the subscribers, uh, it really makes my day. And I'm so glad that the lessons are, are helpful. Don't forget... Make sure if you have any questions, let me know down in the comments section. Thank you so much, guys, for watching today's lesson. You know, I hope you join me on another lesson here on the channel. And while you're here, I will invite you to watch some of my other lessons that you may have missed to help you to understand and speak better English. I hope you guys have a wonderful day and I hope you to see you on my next video thank you for listening to another episode of jay's learning school be sure to join me on youtube instagram and tiktok watch free english lessons ask a question or leave a comment 
just go to my website, jayslearningschool.com for all of my social media account links. Until next time, have a wonderful day and God bless.